This episode is brought to you by Happy Mammoth. Listen, over the last weekend, I went to a family reunion. And unfortunately, that fell on that particular time of the month that all of the women know what I'm talking about. So I had an attitude. I wanted to eat everything. And I was in the South, which means I wanted to eat everything that was terrible for me. And overall, I just wasn't feeling it. I had a great time, just wasn't feeling like myself. Now it's easier to manage PMS with estro control. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now, here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the show code BLESSED at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code BLESSED for 15% off today. This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I love particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. This episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast is brought to you by the Blessed and Bossed Up Society. If you've ever felt alone in your journey and wanted to be around women who get it, women who love God and are about their business, Blessed and Bossed Up Society is for you. This membership community gives you a ton of resources from myself as well as outside experts to help you grow in your faith and your business. To learn more, visit www.blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Again, that's blessedandbossedup.com slash community. Let's start the show. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. If y'all follow me on IG, I told you guys in my stories yesterday that this is the podcast that you need to listen to. I'm really excited about the announcement of my media company. Um, Well, at least the aspect of it that I'm going to be talking about today, because as you guys know, on last week's episode, I talked about the weight. And so thank you for everybody for your positive feedback and the things that you've been posting about last week's episode. I had a, a conversation with my husband yesterday and he listened to it and he was saying just how every time I I explained that story it's just awesome to kind of see where it picks up that's not the first time I've told you know the story of how we got here but um he was just talking about how dope it is to hear like every time I tell that story or revisit it just how it extends and so I know I'm going to probably end up telling that story again 
And then the ending point is going to be at a new level um, that I'm going to be talking about at some point. But thank you guys for the feedback. I know there are a lot of you who are in the waiting season of your own. And I just had to do that to remind you guys to stay encouraged. You may not understand what God is doing. You may not understand what the end looks like. That's the thing about faith. Faith is confidence in the things unseen and the things that we hope for. So you have to operate in faith. And a part of operating in faith in this waiting season is being obedient to the things that God has called you to do. Someone has, um, I was talking to somebody in my DMs and they were saying that how you would, you would think that I was in my harvest season from the outside looking in and they didn't even think that I was still in that waiting season. And that, that statement blessed me because it was just like, is that's just a testament to how God will keep you just because you're waiting doesn't mean you're not accomplishing anything just because you're waiting doesn't mean that you're stagnant you're not making any money it's not as depressing as we make it out to be it the waiting season can get tough and sad because of our own emotions about it but God is still good even while you're still waiting for the promises that he has for you and for me that he's been doing a lot for me in my life but I've, I've still been in the waiting season because I'm not scratching the surface on what he has for me this ain't nothing you know what I mean so that statement just blessed me and, and I didn't even look at it that way and I wanted to say that on this show because God will keep you in your waiting season. He will. He's a provider. He's a healer. He is the great I am. Like you can't put God in a box. He can do all things and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So even when you're in the waiting season, you can still get a lot done. You can still be successful as God is preparing you for the heights or the depths of the plan that he has for you. So again, don't give in to your emotions in this waiting season and make it worse than it has to be. A benefit of waiting on God is that you got peace, you got joy, you're well provided for. He will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Like you got a lot of promises already, even in this season, as you're waiting for the big promise that he has for you. So I wanted to remind you guys of that as you're in, the waiting season that you have. And that kind of leads me into what I want to talk about today of how he will bless you in the waiting season. And the way that God has blessed me in my waiting season is the success of this podcast. What I consider successful, and I'm going to run down the receipts of how successful this show is, but what I consider successful is the fact that God has trusted me in this way with his people. That's what I consider successful. The money and stuff is cool and the, the opportunities and things he has for me is great. But the fact that God can trust me with the listenership that he has given me um, with this show and the way that he's enlarged my territory is the true level of success. Because that shows my heart is right. That shows my character is right. And that shows the commitment that I have to his people. As I was reading, not reading, but listening to you guys's, um submissions to get the VIP ticket for uh, one of the stops on the tour. As I was listening to that, that's fruit. You know, when it comes to anybody that you want to follow or allow to, to feed you in any type of way, you got to pay attention to the fruit of their lives. The fruit is not the bags they got. It's not the car they drive, the house they live in. It's not materialistic. The fruit is how or what they doing impacting the lives of other people. So me reading you guys's or watching or listening to, can't get the word right, me listening to you guys's stories and things, it just showed me the fruit of my obedience. Y'all talking about how you've gotten closer to God, how you can hear from God now, how your business has been blessed as a result of making God the CEO. That's fruit. Not anything that puts Tatum on a pedestal is how are you growing and getting closer to God? That's fruit. And so for me, just listening back to those have been such a blessing, really. And it makes me honored to even be in this, this position and makes me that more grateful for the waiting season and how God has still allowed me to make impact in this season. Um, speaking of those submissions, though, everybody who won reached out to me except for the at Faith Camille in Atlanta. So the rules was I said I was going to announce who won on this show and you got to um get send me an email at Tatum at TatumTamia.com to claim your seat. So if I don't hear from you, sis, by next Monday, I'm giving away the, the VIP ticket in Atlanta to somebody else. So you got one more week um, to say something or I'm going to give away the Atlanta ticket to somebody else. 
Let's get into today's episode. So today I'm going to be talking to you guys about five things you need to do to create and monetize your voice. It's interesting that we're getting here right now because at the um, up until this point this year, we've been talking about getting unclogged. We've been talking about obedience. We've been talking about grace over grind, not being complacent, encouraging ourselves, finding strength in the struggle, being a doer. We've talked about all of these things up until this point. And now this episode, we're getting really specific. And I'll repeat the title again. We're getting really specific about five things you need to do to create and monetize your voice, because I believe there are a lot of you guys who are called to this podcast and who God has allowed me to impact through this show, who are called as well, who have an anointing on your life as well. And God has been trying to deal with you with these spiritual things. But now he's I feel like it's a shift happening um, at this point where he wants the people who he's been developing in this waiting season to move out who those of you who've been kind of in this space where you're allowing God to mold you and you're allowing him to to shake off some things and burn off some things in your life and you've been seeking him more and journaling more and doing reading your Bible more and things like that. I believe that now God is calling a, a group of you who he's been developing to go out and move. And by move, I mean, take this voice, take this unique perspective that he has given you. And it's time for you to speak. It's time for you to open your mouth because you are powerful in the kingdom as well. And I'm glad that, and it's funny because I'm recording this on Monday. I usually try to record the podcast on Friday so I can send it to my team, get the show notes done and things like that. But I didn't, but I told y'all, I don't speak about nothing on this show that's not Holy Spirit led. So I didn't know what I was going to be talking about. I actually planned on just telling you guys about my media company as like the intro part and then getting into whatever God wanted me to talk about as the episode. But it wasn't until I was in church yesterday and praise and worship that God wanted me to really talk about finding and monetizing your voice. So instead of, excuse me, instead of just making an announcement, he really wanted me to dive deep into this thing. So in this episode, I'm not preaching, but we really about to get into work because like I said, there are a group of you who it's time for you to to move. It's time for you to, we have fear. It's crazy how everything works out. Part four of the God's Plan series just came out last week talking about fear. So I hope you guys really watch that, whether you listen to it on a podcast or you watch it on YouTube. I hope you really take took some notes um, about how to get over fear because it's time for you to move. So you need to go scared. But um, yeah, so for this episode, y'all, I suggest you send this episode to your friends who are considering starting a podcast, your friends who have a, a voice who God has given them a unique perspective and they trying to get it out. They don't know how to um, or your friends who have a podcast or have been doing stuff, but they're not seeing the results they want to see in both listenership or profitability because we want to make an impact and we also want to make income. So it, it, things cost money, you know what I'm saying? And so we got to make money um, so that we can continue to do God's work. What really allowed me to be free and be well provided for during this waiting season is this platform, is the fact that I can get on the microphone and talk for one hour a week and reach people all over the world that I would have never reached on social media. You know, this this having this platform has been everything um, for me. It's allowed me to make a huge impact as well as make income, as well as increase my credibility with my audience. It's been able to, to allow me to do so much. And I want you guys who are called, who have a, part, a specific point of view, a perspective, a voice that God has given them. I want you guys to take advantage of this as well. And when I say who have a, a God-given perspective, I'm not just talking about people who are pastors or preachers or any part of the fivefold ministry. I'm talking about those who may be in the fitness industry and God has given you, giving you a specific way to do that. I like to use Janae Utley as an example, and I'm going to put the link to her uh, YouTube channel in the show notes because I love watching her YouTube videos because God has given her a specific perspective 
and mission as far as holistic health and fitness and, and everything that you eat and things like that is concerned. And I love watching her videos because there's so much anointing on it. And she may not be overtly preaching in every video, but God's hand is on that message and on that platform. And there are some of you guys who are listening whose God's hand is on you. It may be in the fashion industry. I went out to dinner with um, some friends of mine, all of them, I think at this point, except for Kristen, have been on the show. So y'all know Jessica from A Regular Exposure who's on the show. Y'all know Taylor was on the show recently. Tish was on the show recently. Um, I'm going to talk about Tish in this episode. And um, Kristen, who will be on the show soon, all of them, well, all of us are in different industries. But we all love God and we all have a particular way that we're going about things that's specific to what God has called us to do. Like, let's take Jessica, for example. I meant to tell her this when we were out, but I forgot. Um, With her launch of her fashion, um, her collection, she did a launch for her collection and she had it set up to where you had to be a member to get access to the new collection. So it was a top that she was selling that I really liked. So I went and signed up as a member so I can buy the top. And the code, the member code was a scripture. I was like, yes, I know that's right. But it's fashion, but she's still introducing people to God. Like that made that small thing made me so happy. God's hand is on her business. And so even though, like I said, she's in a fashion industry, she has a way that she's going about it because God is her CEO. No, she's not preaching, but she's still drawing people to God. So again, it's not just this, what I'm talking about today and my, my program and my network that I'm going to tell you guys about is not just for those who are in the fivefold ministry or anything like that. This is for anybody who God has given a unique perspective to. Now let's talk about my new baby, BBU Network. I'm really excited about this network. Um, it's pretty much the home for faith-based podcasts. So whether it be an entertainment podcast, but you know that they're rooted in Christ and it's not a bunch of cussing and uh, too much ratchetness going on, whether it's fitness, where you're, you you want to learn how to take better care of God's vessels, whatever the show is, if it's rooted at, with God being the CEO, then you will find it on our network. I want this to be a place for people of faith to go to find things that they want to listen to that's going to feed their spirit, as well as be entertaining, as well as being something that they genuinely enjoy. But what I also realized, though, is not only do we have a lack of space, because like I know on TV they have like TBN network and stuff like that but who is really watching that to be honest so when it comes to podcasts there's really no place where you could go to be like well let me find content that is rooted in God and so that's what the BBU network is but one thing that I do understand is there are a lot of content and a lot of people who are called that haven't developed that voice yet and so that's where find your voice academy comes in we develop, distribute, and executive produce your podcast. So we take God's vision, we package it, and we distribute it to the masses. So we provide support to get listeners to your show, turn those listeners into profit for your business. And if you don't have a business, we help you create one so that you can start monetizing your show and monetizing your voice from day one. Podcasting is still a very new industry. And sometimes it's one is things you don't know until you actually get started. It's not hard to start a podcast, but it's it's not the easiest thing in the world to start a successful one. I mean, if we take Blessed and Bossed Up, for example, and I'm going to just brag on the show a little bit. I know we spend a lot of time preaching and things like that, but don't get it twisted. We've been able to create this platform that's very successful. We're a top 100 business podcast on iTunes. There are over 700,000 podcasts out the millions of podcast episodes out. We're a faith-based podcast excelling in a business category. That's intentional because my voice is specific to entrepreneurs. I'm not going to be in the faith-based category because God didn't call me to people who were super saved and already listening to sermons every day or whatever. He called me to those who are out here trying to build his vision without him. So I infiltrated where they are and I brought God to it. We have over 900 five-star reviews on iTunes, 1.6 million streams on SoundCloud to date, another 1.3 million downloads to date. And every month we have 124,000 streams on SoundCloud and then another 120,000 downloads um, with this show. So I had to, to run the receipts real quick because I do want you to understand the type of reach that you can have um, with podcasts. 
But like I said, there are some things that you don't know until you get started. And then there are more things that you don't know until you get successful at it, such as creating your advertising rates, how to get advertisers, how to successfully funnel money into your business from your podcast and it not just be something you're doing every week with no results. And so with this Find Your Voice Academy, we really focus on the importance of developing that voice, being solid in who you are and what your business is so that you can really hit the ground running. My ultimate goal with this platform is to help you develop a successful show. What we define successful as with the BBU network is at least 10,000 listens an episode and meeting your income goals in your business. That's what success is for us as it relates to your podcast. Now, obedience is number one, but where our business comes in is we want to see you getting at least 10,000 listens an episode and making money um, in your business. So I'm super duper excited about what we're about to be doing. I told you guys, this is definitely a God idea. And it's just honestly just blowing my mind the way that it's coming together. But this program, Find Your Voice Academy, is exclusive. This is not something that anybody could be a part of. Y'all know how I feel about who is connected to God's business. So I really want to work with those um, who are chosen by God, those who have that anointing and that unique perspective like I talked about before. And I don't want to work with everybody. So the program is exclusive and it's invitation only. You got to get an invite to even be a part of this academy. So if you're interested, we're having an open house on Monday, May 6th. 2019 that's next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time where I'm going to go over to go over the details of our programs I'm going to tell you about our awesome three-day intensive that's going to be happening in November now this three-day event is called the uh, find your voice retreat now it's a retreat but we really ain't about to be resting we're about to be getting to work like I'm I'm personally tired of going to events with panels like everybody is paneling me to death what am I really walking away with what is the return on the real return on investment to what I spent to get here so I'm really excited about this this retreat because we're getting to work you're going to walk away with your podcast already done and submitted to iTunes a video um, of you doing the podcast so you're not only going to have the audio but you're going to have the video as well so that you could get started with your YouTube channel you could take that video and use it for promo um, of course we're going to have someone there taking pictures so all your content that you need to get this podcast started um, is going to be done then we're going to do the digital marketing strategy so not only do you have it done but you know how you're going to get listeners to it and then you're going to know how you can convert those listeners into customers so this is like a jam-packed schedule of three days of getting things done it's also the prerequisite to even being a part of the find your voice academy so we're going to get to work at the retreat um, and then for those who go to the retreat they'll receive an invitation to actually be a part of the program the coaching programs um, to work with me and my team one-on-one to seeing this idea through so yeah I'm hype y'all man this is amazing on Monday again May 6th we're going to be doing a virtual open house to sign up the link is going to be in the show notes but go to blessedandbossedup.com slash f-y-v-a I'm super excited about this this open house I'm going to go over in detail our programs I'm going to go over in detail the retreat um, and then I will let you know how you can move forward with getting started working with myself and my team so again y'all I'm excited and and you know about it y'all done listen to what how long I've been talking about this the last 20 minutes, the first half of the show going into detail about this. Um, you know, by now, if this is something that you want to be a part of, or if you feel like God is calling you to do. So I hope to see you guys there. Make sure you register the information for the open house is going to be sent out to those who register. So go to blessedandbossedup.com slash F Y V A. If you haven't figured it out, that's the acronym for find your voice Academy. All right, so let's get down to business. Today we're talking about five things you need to do to create and monetize your voice. So I hope you guys are taking notes. Again, send this to your friends, your cousins, whomever who needs to hear this. Point number one is you got to be confident in being uncomfortable. I purposely didn't say be comfortable being uncomfortable because I think that's something that we've been used to hearing up until this point. And I mean, if you were comfortable being uncomfortable, then you wouldn't still be held stagnant by fear, right? So I don't want you to just be comfortable and being uncomfortable. You have to be confident in being uncomfortable. 
Hebrews 11 and 1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. Now, faith is now. In order for you to get confident and being uncomfortable, you have to have faith. You're never going to be comfortable with what God wants you to do. If it was, if you were, he would not be able to get the glory for it. If you were, you would be able to do it in your own strength. So like I said in the fear episode, fear is not a sign that you need to stop. It's a sign that you need to get to work and get confident in the things that God has called you to do. That's what faith is. Faith is activated by you being confident in what God called you to do. So you taking that that first step and even signing up for the open house is free. You're not losing anything. So even you signing up for the open house, that's you making a move in faith. This year with everything that's been going on in my life, I've had to make multiple moves in faith. I told my husband, y'all know if y'all been listening to the show for a while, one of the things that one of the things that I want for my life is I want a big, beautiful house in Potomac, which is right outside of D.C. It's an affluent neighborhood or whatever. I like the whole Montgomery County um, neighborhood area, but that's the area where it is anyway. But that's where my dream home is. And I was telling my husband, like, It's time for us to move in faith. Like we need to go to an open house soon. So I'm always online looking at houses and making them the background on my computer, but it's time to move in faith. So if I'm believing in God for this, what am I going to do? So let me go, go to an open house. Let me walk around. Let me touch stuff. Let me look around um, and envision myself here. That's a move in faith that one day that I'll be able to afford the things that, that, the desires of my heart and the things that I'm asking God for. So for you guys, you may be asking God for an opportunity. Like, Lord, I know you've given me this message. I know you've given me um, things that you want me to say. You just starting a podcast, for instance, is you acting in faith. Because you don't have the opportunity yet, but you're still getting the messages out there that God has for you. I have a friend who she's believing in God for a certain uh, car. So she goes every week and test drives it. She's like, hey, y'all, I'm here. Um, Here's my my license, whatever. I'm about to test drive this car. That's making a move in faith. I'm believing in God for a child this year. So I go and buy stuff. I got onesies. I got shoes. I'm probably going to buy some more stuff soon because that's what I'm believing in God for. So I'm doing things out of faith. I'm getting confident and being uncomfortable, confident in the waiting. When am I going to get this house? God, when are you going to bless me with this? God, when am I going to get this car? I'm I'm confident in this season. Like it's not coming, but I know when I get this white Porsche Panamera, take this type of gas. I know I get this type of mileage because I've been driving it around. I know that I'm going to need to to get my oil changes this amount of time. I'm I'm cool. I'm not getting it yet. Like I'm waiting. God, whenever is your will and whenever is your timing, I'm here. I'm ready. I'm waiting. But in the meantime, I'm cool and I'm happy in this season right now because I'm moving and I'm doing things by faith. When it came to this podcast, I opened my mouth by faith every day. There were some times when I was like, God, I'm I'm going through so much in my real life. I don't even know what to tell these people. Like, what is this episode really finna be about today? Because I ain't got it. But nevertheless, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. So I'm going to tap into this confidence in you because I ain't got it. You said that your strength is shown best in my weakness. Good, because I'm weak. So I need you to speak through me. So like I said, a a part of you getting confident in being uncomfortable, you guys, is by you doing things in faith. If some of you, whatever you're believing in God for, when I wanted to leave my job and I was believing in God to be a full-time entrepreneur, I typed up my resignation letter, I printed it out, I put it on the wall, and every morning before work, I read my resignation letter. Because I was, I wrote it up in faith. Like one day, God willing, I'm going to be able to press send on this thing. And that's what I did. Eventually, when I put in my two, two years ago on May 3rd, when I sent in my resignation letter to my nine to five, it was the same letter that I, I had wrote eight months prior. So in this season, you guys, whether you're in a waiting season or being uncomfortable, I don't think the discomfort ever stops when you're following God because you ain't never finna know where you're going for real I mean we don't we're never going to understand God's plans for us we just got to do what he say it's not a in a part of in the only way really that you can be confident and comfortable or happy and find joy in this waiting season or in in the discomfort of following God is by doing things in faith and by being obedient that's it that's all you could do all you can do is be obedient 
And as you continue to say yes to God when it doesn't make sense, then things will, you'll start being more comfortable with the next yes. When God told me it's time to move and create this company, it's, it's oh, okay, I, I'm ready. Because I've been doing things in faith, because I've been learning things on the back end, because I've been saying yes to you when it doesn't make sense. So now when you gave me this, this idea or this company to build, I can do it because I've been doing this for the last few years. Like, oh, this is this is nothing. So this is what you what you had me go through these things for. So this is why it was such a struggle in the waiting season. So that when I'm speaking or developing a show for somebody else in their waiting season, I know exactly what you're going through. I've been there, done that. It's it's hard as I don't know what right now, but I promise you. It's light at the end of the tunnel and that God is going to sustain you as you're uncomfortable because I've been there, because I live there. When you when you make God as your CEO and you follow him, you live in a state of of discomfort, of being uncomfortable. So saying yes to him and, and developing confidence in his word is how you're going to be able to really move forward and creating and monetizing your voice. That's how you're going to be able to come on your show or your wherever platform that you create and speak with a level of authority and confidence because your strength is not coming from yourself. It's coming from God himself. So that was number one. Number two, you got to find your expertise and then monetize it. So let's talk about Tish, for example. She'd been on the show, man, maybe like three, four. She's been on the show four times, actually, <laughs> since we started. So she's the Ayanla to my Oprah, okay? She just she just be here. So we're developed, we've developed um, a podcast for her, and it's called the, the Refill Podcast. And I'm actually going to preview it on my feed this week. So, and this is the first show that's going to be debuting besides Blessed and Bossed Up on the BBU Network. And so with this show, we're developing it. Um, My company is executive producing it. And um, we're working with her on all of the things that I'm talking to you guys about. So with this podcast, Tish is a life coach and she's a self-care expert. So as we're developing her show, we understand her expertise, right? She has this counseling background, this mental health background. She has all these degrees in psychology and counseling and things like that. Uh, she has a certification for life coaching. So she got all of her stuff together as far as her expertise is concerned. But she's really been zeroing in on this God-given perspective on the importance of those of us who are out here chasing our dreams and building businesses to make sure that we are taking care of ourselves so that we can live long and not taking care of ourselves um, just from like a physical standpoint, but taking care of our emotional well-being, taking care of making sure we're celebrating our wins. She's been able to really help me with that in my waiting season. And even now, like as things are moving full speed, making sure I stop and reflect and take a second so that I don't get ahead of myself. And more importantly, so I don't try to get ahead of God and what he wants me to do. So as we're developing this podcast, monetizing doesn't mean just create something to sell and then talk about it every episode. That's not what we're talking about. When That's not what I'm talking about when I say monetize your show. I mean, create a community uh, of your target audience, the community of who God wants you to impact, and then monetize it by creating offerings and more importantly, a system that gets people to their desired result. So with her, we have her target audience in mind. We understand, and I'm, I'm going to talk about unique selling proposition next, but we understand the, the way we need to position these offerings. And now we're creating a clear system in her business that now she can take people from listenership to being a part of being clients, being customers, etc. So it's all a strategy when it comes to monetizing your voice, you guys. You have to know who your target audience is. You have to know what makes them buy. You have to know what price point makes them buy. And you have to have, a, have clear systems in your business to where you can take them from listener, from being just the podcast they listen to every week, but taking them on a journey that's relevant to them to buy from you. So that was number two. Number three, you need to figure out what makes you different, a.k.a. your unique selling proposition. So taking Tish, since we were just talking about her, she's a self-care expert in addition to being a life coach, right? Self-care has been watered down so much. 
So when it came to us building her brand, we had to position it in a way and position the offerings that she has because she's not just now she's not just selling the coaching program. Like we have other things that she's going to be selling that's going to allow her to make more money off of her audience, but also meet people where they are um, and allow us to be more strategic. But um, self-care has been watered down so much. So we have to build a brand for her through this podcast that maintains the importance of the meaning of self-care but gets gets rid of the fluff like these days self-care has become all about like oh I get my nails and feet done I get my eyebrows done oh self-care like that's not I mean that's cool but that's fluffy self-care is making sure you don't work yourself into the daggone grave and end your life uh earlier than it needs to be because you're not taking care of yourself that's the severity of what really taking care of yourself is but we've allowed other uh We've just allowed people, things, what we see on social media or whatever to make it so fluffy to where now, because the topic is so fluffy, we're not, we're losing the importance of it. So because she actually really, really is good at what she does, we had to just make sure now that how we're positioning it is different. It's unique. And that's where the refill came in. And y'all are just listening to her podcast when I posted on the feed to hear in particular, um, but we just had to make sure that we build her brand, highlighted her expertise and positioned it in a way to where she stands out for the fl- from the fluff. So even taking Blessed and Bossed Up, for example, my unique selling proposition in my brand, in my life really, is that I'm very honest and I'm very real. I've been like that since I was born. I was the kid always to where they'd be like, who wants to do this? And everybody raising hand, me, me, me. And I'd be like, no, nah, I really don't want to do that. <laughs> I never had a problem being honest uh, and even in a crowd full of people doing something else. I never had an issue with that. So when it came to my brand, this wasn't even intentional. This was just being me- true to myself. When I started this a couple of years ago, it was all about like, I'm creating these images of what your brand is. Branding was all about manufacturing an image of yourself and then keeping up with it with whatever it is that you do. So, hey, I'm so successful. Here's how to be successful like me. Or, hey, I'm so perfect. My life is so great. Oh, everything is pink and perfect. Like, to me, I don't like that and that's not who I am. So my unique selling proposition is like being real. This is what's going on. This is how I feel. No, everything is not perfect. And even prior to talking about God, talking about the journey of entrepreneurship, like, yo, I just quit my job and I realized I don't even got enough discipline to, to make it in this self-employment thing for real. Like I'm, I'm used to a structure of a nine to five where I have to be at work at a certain time. I eat lunch at a certain time. I leave at a certain time. Somebody else is taking care of the accounting and the payroll. Somebody else is in charge of telling me what to do. I taking that structure away from me. I realized I didn't have any. So talking on the podcast of being intentional, like, and I think back then I was telling you guys about how, um, when, before I put in a 30 day notice for my job that I put myself on this boot camp, be on, uh, on staying on a strict schedule where I created a schedule for myself and it was my job to stick to it. And I used my boyfriend at the time. Was we engaged now? No, we wasn't engaged yet. So my boyfriend at the time was my accountability partner. Did you do this? Did you work out this morning? Hey, you said you was waking up at 530. You up? Like, what's going on? So I knew that I had to do that. But just talking about these things on the podcast or talking about, man, this is so difficult. Like, I didn't know entrepreneurship was this hard. Like, I'm crying. I'm frustrated. Being honest and real was the way I wanted to build a brand. So that way, my brand, I didn't have to fit into any box. My brand is a representation of who I am. So even when it came to talking about God and faith, I tell you guys the truth. I'm not sitting here saying I'm, I'm, I got it all together. I'm just telling you this is how I navigate this. This is what I learned in prayer. This is how I'm dealing with this. This is how I feel right now, but I'm standing on what I know. My unique selling proposition is that in a world full of, of curated images, I'm coming to you with no filter. Instead of doing a photo shoot and my whole feed is these perfectly laughing coffee shop photos and walking down the busy street with red bottoms on in the world of doing that. And for a while, I felt like I had to do that. But in a world full of that, I'm going to present to you me on an Android camera, even though I don't got an Android, but y'all know what I mean. I'm going to present to you me 
unfiltered. I'm not paying for photo shoots every month. That's a waste of money. I'm going to just give y'all Tatum and who she is and the journey of it and, and use and allow God to use me and do it that way. So you have to figure out what makes you different. That's allowed me to stand out. A, a lot of feedback that I get from my brand is it's a breath of fresh air. Like, man, I, I feel like I don't have to have it all together. That's important to me. That's the goal. So what is, what's unique about you? And I even joked about like when I was talking about the uh, for Find Your Voice Academy retreat, I talked about like this is a no panel type of event, but that's a unique selling proposition as well. How many events do you go to where you actually do the work? How many events do you go to where you walk away with a real game plan that you can implement with real tangible things? It's not happening. How many people are you going to to help a podcast and all they do is talk to you uh, once a month and tell you what to do? But who's really working with you on getting the stuff done? It's a unique selling proposition. At the end of the day, one is something I want to do because I'm tired of fluff and that's just not how I operate. But it's also a unique selling proposition. It sets this apart from everything else. Everybody not even invited. Like you got to apply to even be invited to the thing. While that allows me to maintain the integrity of my brand and who comes in contact with and who we endorse, that's important to me, but it's also a unique selling proposition and it sets me apart. So when you're figuring out how to create and monetize your voice, you need to figure out what makes you different. Don't look at what everybody else is doing, because if you do that, you're just going to become a compilation of your favorite influencers. Who are you? God gave you a voice in particular. Your voice means something just because nobody hasn't just because no one has heard it yet doesn't make it less valuable. Just because you have 100 followers instead of 100,000, that doesn't make what you have to say less valuable. That just means you got to figure out how to get it out there. But who are you? What perspective has God given you? Us being a faith-based podcast um, in the business category is a unique selling proposition. I'm talking about making God the CEO. That's different. That's that's something a lot of people ain't talking about. Everybody else talking about your chakras and, and junk. I'm talking about Jesus in business. So yeah, find your unique selling proposition. Then number four, get a platform and be consistent. I'm going to always be a champion of podcasts because I believe that podcast is something that so many businesses need because it, like I said, it just provides you with an opportunity to reach people on a level that no other platform is really able to do. Like I'm going to read y'all some statistics and I'm going to, I'm going to leave this link in the show notes about podcasting. 65% of monthly podcasters have been listening for less than three years. And I wanted to tell y'all this one because a lot of people think, oh, everybody has a podcast. There's so many podcasts. The podcasting industry is very new. When I decided to, to start a podcast, I wanted to do it because I wanted to connect with my audience and build a community in a space that a lot of people weren't in. And I also studied my audience enough to see where they were going. Knowing your target audience is so important. I knew with my audience, a lot of people were moving towards podcasts. Not everybody's already on Instagram, so let me get there. No, what's next? What's coming up next? That What's a trend or a space that I can get into that's different? And so with podcasting, people were moving towards podcasts as opposed to everybody listening to one. And so I wanted to show you that 65% have been listening for less than three years to show you how new of an industry this really is and how now is an excellent time to get into podcasting because it's so new. Over 60 million homes in the U.S. listens to podcasts. Over 60 million homes in the U.S. listen to podcasts. 51% of the U.S. population has listened to a podcast. Over half of the U.S. population, y'all, we're not even talking about the global reach yet. 49% of podcast of listening is done at home. So people are, you're able to connect with people in, in a space to where they're not really being sold to. Somebody's listening to a podcast at home, you probably cleaning, you probably doing some type of chore or whatever. So you're not being sold to. The second you pick up your phone on social media, on the internet or whatever, there's always ads. There are cookies, whatever. Wherever you go online, you're leaving a digital footprint. So then that gives advertisers the knowledge that they need to sell to you what you're looking for. It's no coincidence that you may have said, Excuse me, there's no coincidence that you may have looked real quick on, I think I need a new couch. And you might have went on, let's say, Wayfair.com and looked at a couple couches. And then you just kind of like, eh, maybe not right now. 
But then all you've been seeing then after that is all of these couches. You go on Instagram, you see couches. You go on Facebook, you see couches. You go on Twitter, you see couches. You go to Google, you see couches. You go to YouTube, you see like there's no. It's not a coincidence. You're leaving a digital footprint, and so that companies can be able to sell to you. But when you're at home. The company's not able to put flyers on your window or slide something under your door talking about couches. It ain't that advanced yet. So, but with podcasts, now you're able to connect with your audience in their house, connect with your audience while they're in their real life. That's just something that's so unique to podcasts. Um, and, and one of the main reasons I believe that you need to have one. There's an awesome statistic that I saw. It says South Korea leads the world in the percentage of people who have listened to a podcast in the past month with 58%. Okay, so that that means that in the last month, 58% of podcast listens were in South Korea. This is important because I just want to show you the global reach. The U.S. ain't even the number one people listening to podcasts. So now that you're you're monetizing your voice and you're creating this business and you're using a podcast to get it out there, now you're a global brand when you're not even really thinking about it. Because now you've created something that you're able to have digitally. So now people all over the world are able to invest and buy from you and things like that. So finding the right platform, and of course I'm talking about podcasting because uh, for obvious reasons, Getting a platform is so important. Also, don't forget video. This is why we're doing video at the Find Your Voice Retreat because video is so important. As y'all see, I've been making the transition to, to, to doing a lot on um, YouTube now because video is the number one form of content. Like you have to be doing video. No matter what you're doing in your business, you need to be doing video. But the great thing about podcasting is you don't even got to do the extra work. You could set up your camera right now and everybody who comes to our retreat, they're going to get a starter kit. So a box with a microphone, I'm going to put a tripod in there so you can record yourself doing your podcast, like a bunch of great things that you will need to, that you need tech wise to start a show, but you can Take your phone, put it in a tripod, and just videotape yourself recording your podcast. Now you take that video and you post it on YouTube, and now you have video content. Or you do a live Q&A and you're asking, answering questions based on a podcast or whatever it is that you did. Now you can screen grab or save that from Instagram, um, and then you can upload that, and now you have video. So whatever your platform is, make sure video is included as well, and it doesn't have to be too much work. And, and in addition to that, though, you have to be consistent. I think uh, where I see a lot of people miss when it comes to podcasting is they're not consistent. It is a lot. And that's why we executive produce shows. So we basically do the work. But there is a lot um, when it comes to keeping up a show every week or whatever it is that you've set up as far as your show was concerned. But you have to be consistent. And a lot of people fall off. We've done a show. I think we missed one week when I was in when I was on um I think this was when I was in Jamaica for my wedding. I didn't put out an episode. That's the only time in two years that there has not been an episode. So one thing that we've thrived in here is consistency. And I believe the reason why my audience and, and the show has been able to grow so much is through consistency. So when your other favorite shows then went MIA for six months, now you're going to come stay with mine. These statistics also show that people listen to an average of seven shows consistently. Right. So if I'm looking at the competitors of other people who are selling or position themselves for my same audience, and there are a lot because I'm in the business category and I'm marketing to the millennial African-American base, primarily women, but not exclusively to women. But because there are a lot of people who are also selling to the same place. But one thing that can really set me apart is I'm going to give you know, you're going to get a show for me every week. The one way I can make sure that I can stay in that seven podcast that, that, that you listen to that the average person listens to is because I'm consistent. You might unsubscribe from such and such because you don't even know when they're going to come out with another episode. So you may check back periodically, but you may not be subscribed to or as invested in it because they are inconsistent. So many of you guys talk about how I look forward to this podcast every Monday, every Monday, every Monday. You know the episodes come out on Monday because I've become a part of your life through consistency. So as you're finding your voice, as you're creating platforms to get it out there, make sure that you're consistent. Make sure you got an episode or two in the, in the can so if something does come up, you can be able to put the episode out there. Do whatever it is you got to do, but being consistent is so important. 
And then point number five, you guys, always know what works, what doesn't, and how to adjust. It's so important that you take the time. Let me repeat that again. Always know what works, what doesn't work, and how to adjust when it comes to your platform. Take the time to do the market research and get to know your audience. That's something that we do with the network through our programs is we make sure that you're actually reaching the people that God wants you to reach. But in the thing though, when your platform is faith-based, it must be Holy Spirit led. So we're not going to be as controlling because God has to be the head of it. And he has to be the one that is leading you to do things. But there are also things that you can still do. I don't believe you need to worry too much about the results when it's a God thing, because obedience is the number one thing. If God told you to do something, you don't need to stop because let's say that got less likes or less listens or less downloads than something else you did. Because if he told you to do it, being obedient is all that matters. But there are certain things that you can do. And uh, there are certain results that you do need to pay attention to. So let's, so that's why you need to have like good analytics because that way you can look and say, okay, my shows have been two hours, but my audience is only listening to 30 minutes of it. So now let me make sure I'm getting God's message across in 30 minutes as opposed to two hours, because that's the habit of my target audience. Y'all get what I'm saying? This is stuff that you have to pay attention to. I took the show down to 45 minutes because I was looking at analytics and we about to wrap up now because we going a little bit over. But I was looking at analytics. People were listening on average to 45 minutes of the show. All right, bet. Let me get what I got to say in off in 45 minutes. Or when um, studies also show that people listen to most of podcasts, they don't always listen to the whole thing, at least not right away. So what you need to do then, oh, well, let me know. Let me put my important information in the beginning. Let me talk about the important stuff in the beginning and then have, and then as I continue to talk, the things that are of least importance or the things that I don't need them to take any action on or whatever are going to be towards the end. So this is how you look at what doesn't work and what works. So having a God led thing doesn't mean you don't have structure. Make sure that your voice and your, your confidence and, and um, the things that you talk about your content is rooted in God, but also make sure that you have your thumb on the pulse of what's going on and how you need to adjust. Because especially if you're giving a God message, you need to make sure that you're effective. It's not, you know how many preachers be preaching and they're not effective. They may have a genuine good message, but they don't got the hooping and hollering and running around so much. Don't nobody even know what they are talking about. Or if it's not, it's not organized in a way that makes sense to whom needs to receive it. It's ineffective. So not only, so not only do you need to make sure that you are finding and monetizing this voice, you need to make sure this voice is effective. And some, you gotta, this is not all things that you can do before the podcast or whatever platform you do comes out. You got to continue to monitor. And that's why you need to have um, good analytics so that you can continue to monitor and adjust the format to fit the needs of your audience. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead and end it here because we're at 49 minutes. So we're about five minutes over. Um, but those were five things that you need to do to create and monetize your voice. Don't forget, we're having an open house on Monday, May 6th, where I'm going to go over all of our programs, this three-day intensive I told you guys about and how you can get started. Go to blessedandbossedup.com slash F-Y-V-A to, do, um, to sign up for that. Make sure you send this episode to friends and family or whomever you um, you know that God has given a perspective to. I really believe this is going to give them some practical things to do. Um, and lastly, I want to remind you guys about God is my CEO tour, the payment plans. We do have payment plans available for the tour now. So if you want to reserve your spot um, and you don't have all the funds right now, go ahead and sign up for the payment plans that will reserve your spot. And yeah, I hope to see you guys in Dallas, D.C., Chicago, or um, where else we want? Oh, Atlanta. So that wraps up another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. I will talk to you guys next week.